0: Hey, 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 and welcome to Insurance Town. I'm the Mayor Heath Sharon and the host of this podcast. Guys, it's an exciting day. It's a big time. You've made it. You've arrived. You're here in Insurance Town With me, the mayor, Heath Sharon. It has been one heck of a year. We've had a lot go on the last year. Do you realize that today has been one year since we started this podcast? I can't believe it. I'm humbled and I'm honored. And I'm excited to be here because today, I I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it wasn't for you, the listener. If it wasn't you the guy who emails me or texts me or sends me messages on Facebook or comments on my posts to keep me going, to keep me excited. You, the guest who've been on the show, who keeps listening every week because you've become a fan. That means a lot to me. You know, I started this show uh, a long time ago uh, because uh, this is a, a dream that goes on beyond the past year, you know, I, I started listening to podcasts probably two or three years ago, maybe four years ago, because it was something that was uh, instant access to knowledge, instant access to professionals in my industry that I that I grew to uh, fall in love with, that I grew to see as mentors or peers that I looked up to because uh, the knowledge that they were putting out there. You know, I I really felt like every single week, if I I was apprehensive, if I was a little nervous about a subject, or I wasn't so sure about a subject, I would pop on a a podcast and just listen. I guess I'm more of an audio learner than I am a visual or more of a classroom type learner. And so I started the podcast because uh, I felt like uh, it was something that could be you know, I guess my goal and my dream with this podcast is to make you, the listener, a better insurance professional. And I wanted to to start this podcast because I wanted to interview my friends in this industry, introduce them to you, whether they're from Arkansas, or from Boston, Massachusetts, or from Arizona, or from California, it did not matter where they were from. I, uh, I just want to introduce my friends to you, and my hopes that you become a better insurance professional from that. And we have done that the last year, and I really feel like some of the, the guests I've gotten on <laughs> this show, it, it blows my mind. Uh, we've had some really incredible guests, and we've got some even more incredible guests coming up down the road. You know, it's super exciting to know about. So uh, some of you have sent me text messages and emails and Facebook messages and LinkedIn messages throughout the past year. And you've asked me a lot of questions and you've uh, given me a lot of critiques. Some of it's microphone related. Some of it's camera related. Some of it's guest related. Some of it's content related. And I hope I've answered a lot of those and I hope I put on guests that have, you know, uh, tackled some of those issues that you've wanted to hear about. I want to continue that, you know, my email address is Heath no, I'm sorry. Heath at insurancetownpodcast.com. And I want you to continue to email me on that. If you if you know me at all, uh, my name is Heath Sheeran. That's S-H-E-A-R-O-N. Look me up on LinkedIn if you haven't already or Facebook uh, or look up insurance town Podcast. Find me on, on one of those platforms and keep hitting me up because I really enjoy it a lot. Uh, one of the things that's been asked of me over the last year has been why the mayor uh, why Insurance Town? Where did that come from? Well, to answer that question, you know, one of the things that uh, has been a staple in my success in this industry, what little I've had or big I've had, whatever you want to see it as, is the relationships I've built in this industry. Uh, from the national level to the local level, it's all been about relationships. And I feel like if you're in this industry, you, you know, if you've been in it long enough, you'll recognize that it's very much a relationship business, whether it's agency to carrier or carrier to agency or insure tech to either one of those, or if you're an association employee, uh, you realize how important those relationships are with carrier and agency reps, Um, even all the way down to, you know, to, uh, everything. I mean, it all comes into relationships. I feel like, um, I, I've built those relationships over the years, and it's been a a super cool thing for me. And I'll tell you a story that started uh, back probably eight or nine years ago. Uh, I've gotten the privilege and the honor of traveling to many conventions in several different states. So, uh, everywhere from you know I've been to Washington D.C. with the PIA National. I've been to many different states as a rep and on the carrier side. And I've gotten to know a lot of people and I'm, I'm stoked about that. And uh, I love the relationships. One of the biggest things in my career, I love this industry more than anything in the world. Uh, but I love this industry so much more because of the people in this industry, because of you, the listener, because of uh, you, the the carrier rep, because you, the tech owner, because of you, the the CSR, the account manager, the agent, whatever it is, I've gotten to know you and I, and I, and I love you. And I love what you're doing. I love to hear your stories and it means the world to me. Uh, so I went to a convention, uh, a trade show, uh, Several years back, maybe eight years ago, and and I got a name tag that, you know, normally they would say your name and the company that you work for, the carrier that you work for. Well, this particular name badge didn't say any of those things. It said the mayor. (laughs) And when I saw that, I thought, this is not my name tag. I'm looking for, you know, Heath Sharon. I spelled my last name for him. I I put out the carrier I was with and uh, they couldn't find, you know, like, no, yours is the mayor. You are the mayor, because everywhere you go, you seem to know somebody in the industry, or people are looking for you. And at this particular convention, you know, it was humbling to find out that I had several people looking for me at this particular convention. And so they, they made me a little name badge and said the mayor. Well, that to me is stuck. Uh, my, my wife has called me that for years now, uh, several of my, uh, my friends in this industry. And, uh, it's just something that's always stuck with me. And so when I decided to start my podcast, uh, it was one of those things that I, I had to be the mayor. I had to take on this persona of. The mayor and uh, I wanted to do that, and so I thought, you know, I'll make up my own town or my own city, so to speak. And insurance city didn't sound as good as insurance town, (laughs) so that's where insurance town came from. And the mayor was something that I I wanted to take on uh, because it is something that that I love so dearly, and I love our industry, and I'll always be an advocate for our industry, whether it's sales and marketing or whether it's advocacy or whether it's um, you know whatever it may be. Uh, I always want to be a soldier for the insurance industry and for, you know, the town that I've created of insurance town. Uh, so hope that answers some of your questions that I've gotten over the last year. Um, you know, there's so many things that uh, are going on in, in this industry that I've seen. And I'll go back to, uh, again, back to the beginning of when this thing started. You know, uh, like I said, I've, I've always had this this vision, this dream of, of, of having a podcast or having a YouTube channel or something to that effect. Not because of me or not because I enjoy the limelight, although if, if you know me at all, I don't shy away from microphone. I don't shy away from a a video camera. I love being on a stage. Uh, Anytime I can get on a stage talking to people, uh, it delights me. And I go into a zone that I I don't normally get into. But when I get on a stage, I have the bright lights on me, or if I get on a microphone and I see that red light and it's recording, I I just, something about me, I just get excited and I love it. So uh, I guess... uh, Even back further than that, when I was a kid, I always wanted to be a sports announcer. I wanted to be a color commentator for the Arkansas Razorbacks or for the Dallas Mavericks or for the Memphis Grizzlies or somebody. You know, I just had this vision in my head or I want to be an ESPN anchor. I don't know what kid didn't. But so when I fell in love with the insurance industry and I've always had this vision and this dream of being on a microphone or being on a stage... Or being in front of a camera, I just thought I'll just marry the two together and I'll start this podcast. I'll interview people locally here in Arkansas, as well as the national folks I've met and introduce them to you. And hopefully you will grab onto something. Even if it's one thing that we put out every week, if you could find one thing you connect to, I've done my job as a as a podcaster. So, uh it's one of those things that I I I wanted to do because uh for me personally, uh if you've listened to me long enough, you know, in 2021 I set a goal that I wanted to read more books. Um, I wanted to, to do that more because I'm not a reader, not because I don't enjoy reading. It's just because I'm not good at it. And it always is one of those things that would, uh, it was daunting of a task. It would someone would hand me their book and say, Hey, check out my book or check out this book. It would take me forever to read that book. Uh, and, and because I wanted to comprehend it all, I wanted to soak it all in. So it would take me sometimes 10 minutes to read one page. You know, and some of you may be like that. Some may be thinking the same thing. But 2021, I set out this goal that I was going to become a better reader and to this date, I guess it's April now, not to date the podcast too much, but it's four months into 2021. I've read seven books and some of them are thick books. Some of them are thinner books. Uh, But for me, it's something that I want to do. And not all the books are about insurance. Some of them are about other topics. Some of them are about self-help. Some of them are are documentary books or biography books. And some of them are strictly insurance related books. And And I enjoy those as well. But you know, I digress back to what I was talking about earlier. I'm not a very good reader. And so for me personally, when I want to learn about a subject or if I was going into a, a client's office, and I wasn't quite a hundred percent sure about myself on a topic. I could type in a podcast, stick it in my ears, you know, 30 minutes on my drive or that morning or that week before I had to make that presentation, whether I was a carrier rep or an agent or whatever that may be. I could always type in that topic and I'd pull up a podcast. I'd listen to it and audibly, audially? <laughs> audibly, I guess that's the word, audibly, I would find this podcast and I would listen to it and it would really help me to learn what, you know, that subject might've been. And so again, that goes back to, you know, kind of the reasons why I wanted to start this podcast and why it was so important to me. And so, you know, I'd put it off and put it off and, you know, it, just by show of hands, if you're in your car or you're riding your bike or you're at the workout gym or wherever you're at, uh, you know, maybe mentally or physically raise your hand. Let me know if some of you feel the same way. If some of you are procrastinators and say, you know, I want to start this or I want to do that or I want to do this. But yeah, you say, I'll do it next week or I'll do it the next month or I'll do it later. I had that same mentality for years about starting a podcast. And I thought, ah, nobody cares what I have to say. I'm just some, you know, redneck from Arkansas <laughs> or, you know, nobody cares what I have to say because I'm not some, you know, Ryan Hanley or some Jason Cass or Carruthers or whoever it may be that I would compare myself. I would say, you know, I'm not that person. Or I'm not this person. But finally, you know, in 2020, as most of us all know, in March of 2020, we had the dreaded pandemic hit. And uh, the pandemic was a tough thing for all of us, I know. But during that time, you know, my wife and a couple of close friends of mine came to me and were like, dude, you got no excuses anymore. (laughs) They were like, dude, it's, it's, it's quarantine. It's COVID. It's, it's pandemic. We can't leave our houses. You might as well start your podcasts. What's good. What's the least that could happen? Uh, Nobody listens. you shut it down and it's over. You know, you could delete them off of iPad or delete them off of uh, Apple podcast or Google podcast or Spotify, whatever channels you're on, just delete them and move on. No big deal. But um, you know, to my surprise and and, uh, to my excitement, it ended up turning into a thing. Uh, And it's become something that has become part of me and something that I look forward to each and every week. And so again, I thank you, the listener. I thank my wife, Stacey, who's been standing by me through thick and thin and through everything. And, you know, she really pushed me. My friend Ryan and my team over uh, at my prior employment, they were just like, God, you know, Heath, you've got to do it. you got no excuses. Uh, and I'd let them know. Uh, I'd let anybody that knew me well know that I wanted to have a podcast. And those that knew that about me pushed me to that. And uh, it was something that I just I felt like, you know what? You're right. It's quarantine. It's COVID. Instead of just sitting around and moping in and, and March and April May when we first started and being scared, just go for it. Um, So I set the goal and I'm a real goal oriented person as it is. I I love to set five-year goals, 10-year goals, and then, you know, back down from there. And so for me, it was, it was one of those things that, um, you know, I took all of those self-doubts and I took all of those things about myself that I thought I couldn't do it or, nobody cares what I think, or I'm just from Arkansas. Who's going to listen? And I, I just took all those things and I just, you know, put them to the side and said, you know what I want to do? I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to get out of my comfort zone. And uh, for those of you who have ever thought about a podcast or thought about that, uh, YouTube channel or thought about that, uh, that opportunity that you want to do. And you have the same boat I was in and said, I can't do it. Man, it's so easy. I bought myself at the time, uh, and I've upgraded since then, but at the time, I bought myself a $35 microphone. I, I used the microphone or the camera on my laptop, and I, I purchased, uh, I think it was a 50 to $75 a month platform to record my podcast on. And They host it, and they send it out to your Apple, your Google, your Spotify, your iHeartRadio, your Stitcher, all of the different platforms that it's on. They do all that. So again, for like, Less than a hundred bucks, or right at a hundred bucks, maybe 150 bucks a month, or maybe not even a month. I started this podcast from literally my bedroom (laughs) in my house in a suburb of Little Rock, Arkansas, and you know. My, I was real fortunate and real lucky to have someone who I consider a sister, someone who I consider family in Sydney Rowe come on as my first ever guest. And she flipped the script on me. If you listen to that episode, go back to episode one if you haven't heard it. She flips the scripts on me and introduces me to my audience. And I can't thank her enough for that because I've had at least two dozen phone calls since that episode. Even to this day, have people have call me and say, hey, I listened to episode one. And I'm so glad she flipped the script on you because we didn't know who you were. And now we know everything about you and it makes us want to listen more and it's so humbling to know that people care and now i'm 55 episodes in and I, i'm one year later and it's it's a dream come true for me and so i started off this goal of okay i want to have this podcast and then i thought okay you know let's set a goal of how many listeners i want to have by the end of the year and i thought you know what you know i started doing the math and i thought you know what if i can get 5,000 listeners in the first year i'll consider it a success and lo and behold i blew that out of the water in the first, you know, four or five months. And then I thought, okay, if I can get this guest, and sure enough, that guest came on the show. And I was like, holy smokes, you know, praise the Lord, you know, hallelujah. You know, I, you know, thank you, Stacy, for encouraging me, whatever it was. And I thought, okay, let's keep going with this thing. And then I thought, if I can get my first sponsor on the show, you know, I've made it. And of course, you know, as you well know, if you've listened to the show long enough, and again, Going back to that show of hands, uh, I can't see you, and nobody else can. If you're riding your bike, if you're at the gym working out, if you're you know sitting in your living room, wherever you're listening to this, if you're in the car, you know, give me a virtual show of hands. How many of you have you been with me since you know the beginning? Um, and I, I thank you for that. But those who've been with you from the beginning, you know that very quickly I picked up you know Canopy Connect as a podcast sponsor, and that meant the world to me. They were willing to invest in my show. I wasn't able to invest in that you know, insure tech company, uh, Kennedy Connect is Tolga tozel has been a phenomenal partner for me. Not only is it to somebody that sponsors my show monetarily, but somebody that believes in my brand and someone that I really do feel like, you know, gives so much to our industry and has created a product that is so vital to what we do on a day-to-day basis. And so it got me to thinking before I even partnered with him of, you know, when I start getting sponsors on the show, I want to make sure that they are people that I believe in. I'm not just going to pick up sponsors just because they throw money at the show. It was something that if it's a product or if it's a carrier or if it's an agency or whatever it may be that that gives back to our industry, or that cares about our industry, or has solved a problem in our industry, I'm all in. And so with Canopy Connect, as you've heard every week um, since they come on, they are your one-click solution. And when I say that, uh, I'm going to give them a plug for a little bit. (laughs) This was supposed to be my intro. What am I? 20 minutes into an intro. I guess this is going to be my episode this week. But Back to Canopy Connect, um, if you're not familiar with him, you haven't done a demo, or if you haven't reached out to Tolga or Robert or any, any of the techs that he's hired uh, to... To learn more about Canopy Connect, you really should, because it's a revolutionary product. I remember as an agent having to sit on the phone and ask all those tedious questions about, okay, your prior carrier, what's your name, your address, your phone number, your VIN numbers, your driver's license numbers, everybody in the house, going through all that, then trying to figure out what their current limits were, what their current premiums were. My goodness, it was a nightmare. Um, Canopy Connect solves that problem, because... With that one click, your client or potential client immediately clicks this link that is customized to your page as an agent, and uh, it sends you an email with all those deck pages that you need. And obviously, as you know, if you get the deck pages, that's pure gold because you've got their limits, you've got their VIN numbers, you've got their drivers, you've got their names their address, you got everything. The claim history that goes back even further, you've got everything you need to quote that prospect. Canopy Connect is the real deal. Uh, and they're continuing to expand what they're doing. Uh, whenever, you know, I first signed up with Canopy, just that alone of getting those deck pages was crucial, was phenomenal. And, you know, since then you fast forward, you know, a year, you know, now they're integrating with agency management systems, they're integrating with Raiders. They're looking into starting getting into commercial now. I mean, they're just blowing the doors off of what they can do for your agency. If you haven't gotten involved with Canopy Connect, man, I would truly encourage you to go to usecanopy.com and, and and look at a demo, look at the pricing. And if you want to, you can go to app.usecanopy.com backslash Heath, H-E-A-T-H. And you're going to get a discount on top of that. So, I mean, for those of you who are like, eh, I don't know about it. He can do month to month or he can do annual subscriptions. I mean, it's, it's crazy. And so if you sign up doing my discount, you're going to discount on all that. Uh, not that I'm putting a plug in for my discount or even trying to make a whole episode about Tolga because I've had him on before. Dude, I'm just letting you know what's been going on the last year. And it's it's phenomenal what they are doing. And I've got more and more people every week thanking me for having them as a show sponsor. It's unreal. Um, and, you know, as I think about that, I think about our industry as a whole. And I think about what's going on the last year and a half. And even, you know, just prior to pandemic, but even the pandemic itself has propelled our industry into an industry that is even more forward thinking. Let's say that prior to pandemic we were let's say 5 to 10 years behind on technology from most other industries. Pandemic hits and now you look at it a year into the pandemic, we're light years ahead of where we were. And we were forced to be more technical, we were forced to be more tech savvy. We were forced to do some of the things in our in our industry that we weren't willing to do before. And if you think about that, uh, that is something that it blows my mind. And there were a lot of agencies that uh, that were ready for that. That were already tech savvy. That were already using the platforms they needed. Were already invested in uh, technology that would you know keep them afloat. And then on the flip side of that, I've had a lot of agency phone calls that I've had that. Uh, we're going to shut our doors or we're struggling to, to, to get business in the door or to service those clients or to do certain things because they weren't tech ready. Um, and I've seen a huge increase. So if I were to say we were 10 years behind technology wise, now I'd say we're almost five or three years. And before it's all said and done, You know, we're going to have our game change drastically. Um, If you look at it, I believe the direct carrier channel, uh, like your state farms, your farm bureaus, your farmers insurance, uh, some of those direct riders are exclusive or, yeah, exclusive agents or captive agents, as we sometimes call them in the independent world. uh, They're shrinking. And the independent channel is growing. Uh, And then, you know, also in that same vein, if you look at it, the direct channel is growing. But I believe in my heart that, you know, direct-to-consumer channel is almost helping us as independents because they're growing in a sector that we may not want. We may not want those low value dwellings or those uh, non-standard auto accounts that you look at that are, um, you know, multiple tickets, multiple accidents, DUIs, DUIs, whatever you want to call them, or they're slow pays or no pays. You know, a lot of those are, are going to those direct riders or the direct riders are, are, are targeting those. And, and that's helping us as independents uh, to be able to, Focus more on the the customers that we want and weed out some of those and to get our profit sharing at a level we want it to be or to target the demographic that we want. Uh, I really do think it, our, our industry has changed a lot over the last 12 to 14 or 16 months, whatever you want to look at. And that's exciting to me. You know, I think that we're seeing uh, a lot more agencies, or at least I've seen over the last year of doing podcasting, I've seen a lot more agencies that are wanting to become more, not just tech savvy, but be more efficient as an agency. And uh, I think it's about time for that uh, to be able to really drill down and look at from an agency level. or even a carrier level for that matter, what is causing your agency, uh, what's costing your money, you know, your agency so much money, what's costing you the most time, the most energy, you know, what's causing your agency or your carrier to be less efficient and, you know, to, to find out that there's, solutions out there whether it's in the tech space or now we're seeing a huge resurgence or a huge surge in virtual assistance. that right there is phenomenal if you think about you know what's going on that you think about your day-to-day operations and you think about what you're doing in your agency and what your account managers are doing your agents are doing what you're doing on a day-to-day basis that could be you know solved in some of those uh, capacities by a virtual assistant, it, it, it's amazing to think that you could find somebody uh, to do that for you, whether it's accounting, whether it's uh, putting out certificates, whether it's running quotes, answering the phone. Uh changing out endorsements and, and driver changes and, you know, commercial endorsements or whatever it may be. Uh, there's a lot of people now that are hiring VAs to do their social media, to do their editing for their videos, whatever it is. Uh, there's a huge surge in that right now in our industry that I think is phenomenal. And with that being said, uh, I have recently partnered up with for my show and for you, the listener, With CoverDesk. And I'm super excited about that. I I love CoverDesk. I love what Andy Priestman is doing. I love the whole team over there at CoverDesk. Um, He was telling me the other day some of the number of VAs that he's using and, and what he's doing with VAs and the capacity they're doing it. And... Uh, its it, it blows my mind. Uh, I really think that if you haven't thought about a virtual assistant, if you haven't thought about a VA for your agency or for your carrier, or uh, if you work at a claims office, if you're an underwriter, if you're a mom and pop shop, or if you're a bank owned agency, whatever it may be, a virtual assistant coming into your office or 20 virtual assistants coming into your office, it's a game changer. Because again, you can offload some of those tasks that take up so much of your time or your staff staff's time to a virtual assistant uh, whether they're here state you know based or if they're you know based in uh, Puerto Rico or wherever they're they're based out of it's it's unbelievable the things that they're doing Um, I am incredibly uh, impressed with what's going on in that space uh, and the people that are are using VAs? What they're saying in return to, from that is how much money they're saving or how much time they're saving. And if you and I both know time is money. I, <laughs> I'm super. I'm super excited to have CoverDesk as a sponsor of the show starting in April, and I'm hoping this is a long-term sponsorship that you guys take advantage of. And it's something that I, I want you guys. If you can't. Uh, if you don't know a way to get a hold of them, or if you're um, struggling on what to do on that, I would just say reach out to um, to CoverDesk and uh, and find out what it's all about. Get a demo from Andy. You can you can find him. They've got a website at coverdesk.com and it's uh it's one of those it's one of those things that it, it, in my opinion it's a must have if you're an agency that's growing and that has the mindset of growth and the mindset to get beyond where you're at now. And I say that where you're at now because that's one of the calls I get the most often. Since I started this podcast, I get more phone calls and more emails and more Facebook and LinkedIn messages than I ever have before. And one of the top things I hear about is how to become more efficient and how to lighten the load of my account managers, my CSRs, my agents, my office staff for that matter and I've even had some carriers that have called me and said, OK, I've got a lot of, of tasks that I could take off my underwriter's desk or take off my claim supervisor's desk or take off of my personal assistant for that matter's desk, my marketing team. And I think that you've got to figure out a way to become more efficient in that area. And I think that VAs can do that. I 100% believe that and that's why I brought on CoverDesk as a sponsor for my show and I'm so thankful so blessed and so honored that uh, not only do I have my first sponsor but I also have my second sponsor and uh, I, I truly believe that both of them are, are improving our industry. And, uh, you know, another thing that I see in our industry that I truly believe in and I'm truly excited about and I truly love with all my heart uh, is, is small agents, uh, your small business owners, your uh, independent agents that large or small. I love independent agents. Don't get me wrong. Uh But I truly believe that, uh, you know, the cluster arrangements, the the aggregator, the network arrangements, those are going to be more and more prevalent in our industry because they provide so much value when you can walk into a relationship with an aggregator or a network uh, and, and immediately... Have the backing of thousands of other agents um, to help you out with your loss ratio, to help you out when you need a question or, you know, if you've got a local rep for that aggregator or that network or that cluster that could reach out to you, answer those questions and and be able to provide value to you, the agency owner, or you, the CSR, or you, the account manager, or you, the, the agent you the claims rep, you know, you the whatever. I uh, I really do feel like the aggregator, the network model is here to stay. I feel like it's going to be a staple on in in our industry and continue to be a staple in our industry for years to come. Um, and so, with that being said, you know, my third sponsor that I'm super pumped to announce is Smart Choice. Uh, if you're not familiar with Smart Choice. <laughs> you got to reach out to them. you got to get involved uh, because they are uh, they're different from your other aggregators. They're different from what you're used to seeing from a, a network. Um, and you know, it's one of those things that I would, really encourage you, whether you're an established agency of 30 years or you just started your agency, uh, I would say it's important. Go to smartchoiceagents.com. You know, reach out to them, find your local rep, find a national rep. I don't care who you talk to, but find somebody at Smart Choice to talk to. <laughs> you know smart choice uh they have no fees you know they don't they're not looking to take money from you monthly they just uh they're an aggregator a network of agents that care about you um they've got access to 100 plus carriers 3000 products 8000 agencies countrywide now i think it's more like 10000 now agencies um they have low production requirements they have competitive commissions in fact from what i hear they've got the best commissions uh the best commission contracts and structure in the country um you know, I just, I really believe in it. If you want to, uh, if you want, whether it's a personal lines or commercial lines contract that you can't get direct, or you just want to, you know, have the backing of thousands of other agencies, you should reach out to them, find your local rep and, and do it. Whether it's commercial, whether it's personal, ENS, life insurance, they've got it all. Um, you can have the freedom to succeed, Smart choice. Um, there's uh, there, there's such a, a smart way to go. Um, no pun intended. I, I just, I want to see you, if you want to succeed, if you want to strive in your agency and you want to continue to grow in different areas or if there's a market that you don't have, or an expertise that you don't have that you want to to be able to take advantage of this opportunity you know reach out to smart choice find like i said find your local agent go to smartchoiceagents.com get a get a conversation going with them i really do think that uh, it's a game changer for our industry and they're one of the best in the business they've got relationships with so many carriers national regional Super regional. They've got a lot of different relationships there. Uh, I think it'd be a a smart move on your part to reach out to them. Get to know Smart Choice. Get to know your local rep. Get to know the national reps. They're awesome. And they care about you, the agent. So this long intro... that I started 20 or 30 minutes ago that's now turned into an episode. I just wanted to, I guess, give you a recap uh, on what's been going on. Talked about my sponsors because I love them. My guests, if you haven't, I've had somebody call me today. Actually, uh, I saw them today in person. They asked me, okay, I've listened to you know a dozen of your episodes. What's one episode that I should listen to? If I wanted to fast forward a few, and obviously I would tell you, listen to all 55 because that's going to help me. Uh, and, and I really do believe that in every episode I recorded has been solid, but, you know, to know that you're listening, that you want, you want that knowledge, you want that value. Uh, it means so much to me, um, you know, go to whatever, wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Amazon prime, whatever it may be, go there. If it's a subscribe situation, subscribe so you don't miss any more. And if you haven't listened to, but a handful, I, I would say, keep listening. Uh, I would say um, find a topic that you care about and, and listen to it on my show or another podcaster's show. I, I don't care. I would love for you to listen to insurance town uh, or, um, uh, again, I would let you know this. Uh, I gave you my email my email address earlier, heath at insurancetownpodcast.com. Uh, reach out to, to me uh, on email. Reach out to me on social. Reach out to me on text message 425-3306. That's 501-425-3306. If you know somebody to be a great guest or if you yourself want to be a guest and tell your story, I welcome that. I would love to talk to you uh, whether, like I said, uh, you're a carrier or an agent, whether you're on the captive or the independent side, whether you're a claims rep, a bond guy, uh, whether you sell in a niche or sell generalist, personal lines or commercial, reach out to me. Let me know those things. Say, hey, Heath, uh, I've got this idea for the show or I've got this critique for the show. I need those things. Um, so I've announced you know, I've got three big sponsors now on the show that I could not be more excited about. So again, you know, I cut off on this uh, little sidebar about my, my, uh, my sponsors, but I wanted to give them some love there. You know, uh, this has been uh, probably the world's longest introduction, (laughs) but it's exciting to me that uh, I was able to share my heart for a few minutes and I hope it added some value. If, if not, let me know, Uh, shoot me an email, heath at dot calm uh or you can text me at 501-425-3306 let me know you hated this episode or you disagree with me or you loved it and you agree wholeheartedly uh either way i'm good with it um you know, I, I have to tell you again that, you know, this episode has been uh, brought to you by Canopy Connect, Cover Desk, Smart Choice, but it's been recorded and edited and uh, broadcast and, and, and published and everything else by Ryan Mayfield at Ready, Set, Podcast. Um, the email address is uh, ryan at readysetpodcast.com. The email address is get ready setpodcast.com. And I would say reach out to him on uh, one of those platforms or LinkedIn or something. He's everywhere. <laughs> uh, and Ryan does a great job. Uh, please reach out to him and let him know that you're working with me and that uh, you're excited about uh, what he can do for you as a podcast host or potential podcast host. So uh, thanks again for hanging out with me. Thanks again for letting me do my first solo episode, even though it was kind of supposed to be an intro, but whatever. Thanks again, guys. I appreciate you, and I look forward to hanging out with you again next week.